TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Deadly tornado. Homes are destroyed. Trees uprooted. Millions in the dark and cold. I've never had as serious of a situation with our power grid. Investigating the Capitol attack. The next step, a 9-11 style commission. Good morning, I'm Steve Kathan. With the CBS World News Roundup, at least three people are dead, ten others injured, after a tornado tore through parts of Brunswick County, North Carolina, just after midnight. WWAY-TV reporter Tanner Barth says there's widespread destruction and concern that people might be trapped or missing. Absolute devastation. Houses blown off of their foundations. Trees snapped in half. You know, cars thrown. Lengths of football fields. And, you know, I had some chance to talk to some neighbors and say, you know, this really caught them off guard. A lot of them were planning to, you know, call it a night and get into bed. And then all of a sudden this thing was here and gone within 30 seconds. This is part of the same storm system that barreled through the South, where millions lost power in a brutal ice storm. This morning, it's minus six in Oklahoma City, three degrees in Dallas. CBS's Omar Villafranca is in Big D. Amidst the worst Texas winter storm in years, power, or the lack of it, is the biggest concern for residents across the state. Herbert Miller, the stepfather of a CBS News producer, is suffering from COVID complications and now relies on an oxygen tank to breathe. The tank needs electricity to function, but he and his wife, Tamiji, lost power and water pressure early Monday in their home in Katy, Texas. We were able to, to get in my truck and plug it in and recharge it. So we have to do that about every five hours. In nearby Houston, the power outages are also complicating the fight against the pandemic. More than 8,000 COVID vaccines nearly went to waste after a storage facility lost power. Austin Mayor Steve Adler tells CBS this morning the demand for power now is just unprecedented. It gets really hot in Texas. We plan for that. Uh, But reaching these cold temperatures at this level for this duration is something that uh, the state obviously did not plan for. Tens of thousands still don't have power in Oregon after the major snowstorm there. Now to Washington, where CBS's Ed O'Keefe tells us lawmakers are going to set up a commission to investigate last month's attack on the U.S. Capitol. The commission will be modeled on the commission formed after the terrorist attacks of September 11, 2001. One of the potential challenges with this new commission is that unlike the 9-11 attacks, the Capitol riot had partisan political motivations, and most members of Congress seem to have already made up their minds about what led to it. But this also means that at least part of Washington will still be dealing with the fallout from the Capitol attacks and and former President Donald Trump's role in them as the current president, Joe Biden, tries pushing forward with his own agenda. North Carolina's Republican Party has voted to censure Senator Richard Burr. 
He was one of seven GOP senators to vote to convict former President Trump at his impeachment trial. Reacting to it, Burr says the party chose loyalty to one man over core principles. In West Palm Beach, Florida... President's Day crowd turned out to support a twice-impeached president, WPEC TV reporter Al Peffley. The crowd roared with approval as the SUV Mr. Trump was in slowed down in front of them. The former president could be seen waving and shouting, we love you, to supporters that lined the street. It was really worth the drive to come up here and see him. It was really awesome. President Biden goes to Wisconsin today. It's his first official trip as president. At a Milwaukee town hall, he'll make the case for his $1.9 trillion COVID relief plan. About 40 million Americans have had at least one COVID vaccine shot, and more than 14 million have had both doses. As CBS's Carter Evans reports, states are expanding access to the vaccine, hoping federal supplies catch up soon. Nationwide new COVID cases are at their lowest since the end of October. Hospitalizations down 46 percent in the last month. But leading public health experts say, brace yourselves. Louisiana State Virologist Dr. Jeremy Camille is one of the scientists who recently found evidence of at least seven homegrown variants. They may have little subtle effects on how um, well the virus colonizes a human respiratory tract. It intensifies the race to vaccinate Americans before the next potential surge. More megasites are opening, but some, like San Francisco's Moscone Center, have had to shut down. Supplies are running out. New York's Governor Andrew Cuomo insists the state did not cover up coronavirus deaths in the state's nursing homes, but admits there were problems. I am in charge. I take responsibility. We should have provided more information faster. New York acknowledges some 15,000 COVID deaths in long-term care facilities. 9,000 recovering hospital patients were sent back into nursing homes in the pandemic's early months. Overseas, a virus success story from Israel. CBS's Elizabeth Palmer. Just over four months ago, Israel's COVID outbreak was one of the worst on earth. The country went into strict lockdown. And then the Israeli government struck a deal with Pfizer-BioNTech for enough vaccine to inoculate every Israeli adult by the end of March. Two months in, the data is as good as the scientists predicted. In a study of 1.2 million people, half got the vaccine, and they were 94% less likely to get sick. In other words, among the vaccinated, COVID is in dramatic decline. Republican David Perdue, ousted from the U.S. Senate in Georgia's runoff elections last month, has filed papers to challenge Democrat Raphael Warnock in 2022. Warnock's term is just two years, filling out the term of retired Senator Johnny Isaacson. The NFL is mourning former star wide receiver Vincent Jackson. Leaves it to the end zone. Open Jackson! Touchdown, San Diego! Jackson, who had three Pro Bowl seasons in the league, was found dead in a Florida hotel room days after authorities spoke to him as part of a welfare check. He had been reported missing by his family last week. Cause of death not clear. He was 38. A five-year-old Missouri girl hurt in a crash involving Kansas City Chiefs assistant coach Britt Reed just before the Super Bowl has come out of a coma. Donations to the girl's GoFundMe page are close to half a million dollars. One of the kings of salsa music is gone. (laughs) 
His wife says band leader Johnny Pacheco has died. He founded Fania Music and signed on future stars like Celia Cruz, Willie Colon, Hector Lavoe, and Ruben Blades. Pacheco was a songwriter and arranger and led the Fania All-Stars, nicknamed the Motown of Salsa. He also played the flute. Born in the Dominican Republic, Pacheco moved to New York with his family when he was 11 and studied at the Juilliard School. His wife says he died at a hospital in New Jersey. Johnny Pacheco was 85 years old. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. The right-wing social network Parler is relaunching. The site was forced offline after the January attack at the Capitol. Current users will be able to get back on this week. New ones can sign up next week. That's the World News Roundup for Tuesday. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News.